film has been or will be released the greatest of all time. This show will find that film. This is the greatest film of all time, according to me. But, Brandon. Welcome back to the greatest film of all time, according to me for another week. I am your intrepid me, Brandon Maynard. It's the show where we delve into the depths of film to crown an undisputed champion. I feel like I went too low too early there. I definitely am off my game. Uh, I got my my baby on my chest. I feel like it's affecting my breathing. <laughs> I'm like lean back. She's just kind of perched there. Little Marcy is making her podcast debut. Anything to say? No. If she does, it means she's farting. Um, sorry in the future, Marcy, if you ever have to listen to this. <laughs> Can't imagine you will. Your mom doesn't. So why would you? Um... Look, we're we're reaching we're reaching we're reaching way down into the depths of film uh, this week uh, for an obscure one. It's obscure, I think, right? Like I've never heard anyone talk about it before. Um, I like it did come to mind. Like I, I as soon as I was like, I need a baseball movie. What's a weird one? <laughs> this one did come to mind, but I don't. I actually, I eh, honestly don't know why. Um, baseball season is kicking off. It's time to watch a baseball film. Brendan Fraser, 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 Brendan Fraser. Uh, I don't know. Fraser, 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 Brendan Fraser. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not well rested, I'll say, but I am rested. I feel like I'm ready to do this podcast, but then all my words don't work. And, uh, you know, things happen. Brendan Fraser has just won uh, an Academy Award for The Whale, movie I did see. And I think we can all agree uh, we're not going to cover The Whale for this show. <laughs> um, I don't I don't want to make you watch it. Let's, let's just say that. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think he's he does a fantastic job. Um, I don't ever need to see that movie again. Um what do we know uh, about this movie? It's called The Scout. <laughs> I haven't said that yet. That was my dog's name growing up. Um, just thought about that. Made me a little sad. Um, what else? Uh, <laughs> I watched it. Oh, she's talking. That means you probably farted. Um, I, I watched it when I was a kid. Uh, it was probably a, a blockbuster rental. I didn't really go to the movies a whole lot. Um did I say that already? Did I say that twice? It doesn't matter. Uh, the titular scout <laughs> that we that finds him is Albert Brooks. Brendan Fraser is a phenom prospect baseball player. I, I think a pitcher, um, just like me. You know, when I was a kid, I was I was a little phenom uh, pitching prospect. That is legitimately probably kind of true. I was good until uh, high school. I, I mean, I was like great until high school. Good ish in high school and then nothing after that now i'm more of a dancer you guys know that you listen to the pod you know that i'm a dancer <laughs> um one time a an adult got my autograph on the mound after a game when i was in like eighth grade <laughs> because i had 
I'd thrown another like no hitter. I think I had like 20, I forget the exact number. I had like 20 something no hit innings in a row. Like I was, it was really good. I destroyed kids. Uh, and then I stayed five, eight, everyone grew up, everyone got better. I stayed the same <laughs> and they were better than me. Look, this is, this show's not about my past trauma with baseball. <laughs> this is about a fantastic movie called the scout starring Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Oh no, oh no. Why am I doing this? <sighs> How do you say his name? Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Is this fun? Is this fun to listen to? Me not I mean I know how to spell it. So I'm guessing it's Fraser. It's gotta be Fraser. Guys. <laughs> what do you think, Marcy? Is it Fraser? Oh, she made a noise. I, I think that means it's it's true. Um, I'm I'm worried about this one. <laughs> it's hard to be confident that it's going to be a good movie, given the fact I've never heard anyone talk about it before. Um, but I am excited. Like I, I thought about Major League. I thought about The Natural. Those just don't scream. Like I, I just not. I'm not into it. I'm not ready for those. Or actually. I'm just not, I don't really care for the natural. I watched it one time a long time ago. So maybe, maybe that's a good one for this. Cause I don't remember liking it. Uh, I don't want like angels in the outfield. I just did that. It was a basketball movie, <laughs> but I'm excited. Is this any good? I haven't, I don't know. And the fact that I liked it doesn't mean anything. Cause I also like the movie where, and if I made this up in my mind, I want to make sure that I cut this out and write the movie, but I'm pretty sure there's a movie where Matt LeBlanc plays baseball with a monkey. Like I, I remember that, right? (laughs) It's gotta be true. It's such a specific thing. It has to be true, right? I'm not just manifesting a, a baseball movie and then the monkey because of what, because of friends. Is that why? Oh, I'm in my head, everyone. My brain doesn't really retain knowledge right now. Um, I think it's because you have to wake up every hour <laughs> for days on end uh, as part of being a, a new parent. And um, she's really talkative. I don't know if she's going to pick up on the mic, but it's right in my ear, so I'm hearing it. Anyways, The Scout, we're going to watch it. The Brendan Fraser renaissance is here i think we can all agree it's about time uh should i have watched the mummy instead absolutely will i i honestly yeah probably it's one of my wife's favorite movies so oh man why don't i watch that instead because it's not a baseball movie is that a good enough reason not to watch the mummy i don't think so most movies aren't baseball movies when you think about it gosh moneyball i should have watched moneyball All right, cue the music. There it is. A baseball classic, a ballpark classic. Spring training is over. Let's do this thing. Marcy, can you say play ball? She can't. Play ball.
Welcome back. I forgot to be prepared. (laughs) And a lot of people might say, the people that made this film forgot to be prepared to make a movie that was good. Welcome back. I watched this movie. I hope you didn't. Uh, Let's get right into it. Um, What did I get right about this? I mean, I saw it, so some of it. Um, I don't remember what I said, though. My uh, short-term memory seems to be absolutely shot. Uh, I would blame a baby, but I don't think I do. I think I blame this movie. I think it did it to me, and uh, we're going to get into it. Um, hmm. Brendan Fraser. Whoa. <laughs> that was loud. I think I, I messed up my levels here. Brendan Fraser. It is Fraser. We got there. I asked my wife, too. I felt like an idiot. This part I think I can blame on the baby or me just me maybe I'm dumb Albert Brooks is in it he helped he helped write it uh we'll get into (laughs) the conception of this film in this film that was based on a New Yorker article we follow a baseball scout played by Albert Brooks named Al I'm pretty sure (laughs) I don't remember he's uh hmm how do I describe his energy uh he's doing all the things that you want Albert Brooks to do. Uh, but this character has like this sleazy degenerate gambler vibe to him. It's weird that I don't, I don't trust them at all. I don't know if we're supposed to, and I hate to spoil this thing. Uh, but you shouldn't trust this guy. He just is untrustworthy, uh, in every aspect. Uh, so at the beginning of the movie, he has a big prospect, um, that he, well, actually, sorry, at the very beginning of the movie, he is watching King Kong and that, that uh, has something to do with this movie for some reason. Actually, is the King Kong... See, the King Kong, Kong scene is either as soon as he gets to Mexico or it's at the very beginning of the movie. It doesn't matter. That is the theme stated, that he uh, loves King Kong and he wants to replicate the bringing of someone <laughs> to New York as though they are King Kong, showing them off, and then, you know, whatever. Um so in this uh, adaptation of King Kong, he has a big-time prospect that he has found for the Yankees. He he works for the Yankees. He's the, uh, a scout for them. Uh, and the prospect, uh, to get him to sign, he like lies to him about religion, <laughs> which is something. This is, the, this is what I'm saying with the vibe. He is absolutely a used car salesman, which is not what I... B- I believe scouts to be. I think they travel around, they try to find people and then they pitch them to the GM. I don't think the scout has much to do with the signing. I feel like that is, I I mean, I don't know. I know I was never signed. Uh, As I previously discussed, I believe I was great until high school. (laughs) No one wanted to sign me before then because they couldn't. And that's the only reason. Uh, the, The baseball prospect, the pitching prospect is Michael Rappaport. Uh, it's funny because it's clear that this character is supposed to be someone not from the big city. He is, he wants to do this for his family. He's scared for his family. And Michael Rappaport is about as New York as it feels like you can be, uh, to me. So weird. Um, so Rappaport, he's terrified to play. He runs away and then somehow that's Albert Brooks's fault, uh, that, this guy he found was scared. Um, 
look, you're you're a scout. You're seeing people play at small time games typically. Uh, I don't think I put it on him, but whatever. Because of that, uh, Albert Brooks is under scrutiny by the GM. It's definitely not the owner because uh, what's his name? Steinbrenner is in this. A lot of heavy hitters are in this movie. Not heavy, not super heavy hitters, but like as a baseball fan, like I know a lot of people in this movie, which is insane to me because of the level of detail they spend on baseball. We'll get uh, more like, I don't want to get into it, but we're going to have to because that's what this show is. And I'm an idiot for picking this movie. Okay. So the, the GM decides not to fire him, um, which is a, a choice. Uh, instead they send him out on the road in Mexico. Uh, it's clear that this is supposed to be a slam because for some reason we're to believe there are no good baseball players in Mexico. Uh, I don't think that was even the case back then. Um, I, I don't know how, what the landscape of, uh, prospects were in Mexico, but look, you could find baseball players that played there. Uh, Valenzuela was from there. I'm pretty sure. And they even talk about him in this movie. Um, for some reason I'm drinking coffee while I do this, um, instead of before, which is when the energy would be kicking in during, uh, but I'm an idiot. So he's in Mexico. He, uh, (laughs) One of the stipulations is he has to call the GM every night to give him updates. It's so weird. It's like a, it's definitely a power move, but it makes none, none of this feels like it was written by someone who knows anything about baseball. Even though I, I, I said this before, but just remember this as we go through the story that it's based on a New Yorker article. I have to say that more than once. Please, please don't forget that this is based on something. Um, so he's in Mexico watching, well, some of the most stereotypical things you can think of or like uh, inventing stereotypes. It feels like they're all, it's all real bad. Uh, after a few stops, he, he hears about, he's at this restaurant, I believe and says he's a scout. He's here to looking for, for baseball players. And like, Oh, you're here for Steve Nebraska. And he's like, who? <laughs> so he goes to the game and we meet Steve Nebraska. He's a larger than life presence, uh, a King Kong, if you will. Uh, and he's get begin being like, brought in on like the shoulders of the team, a hero's welcome as he enters the game. He proceeds to throw the ball so fast that catchers fall over every single throw, every single throw. It is insane. I've never seen this at any level of baseball. Catchers like catch a hundred mile an hour pitches all the time. I, uh, spoiler alert. He's throwing 106, 107. I think he ends up throwing 112 or something. Uh, that is impressive. The 106 happens sometimes now. Um, but you know what would happen <laughs> if, if they threw 106? They would simply catch it. It's not like a freight train manifests at the 105 mile an hour uh, mark. It's it's so it's so cartoonish and stupid. I'm so mad. <sighs> I'm gonna take a second to drink some coffee, stew a bit. Continuing on, I, I need to, to stop down right here just to remind myself that I spent time that I could just be looking at my daughter and I watched this movie. I wrote stuff down and now I'm going to bitch about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm wondering why I did this to myself. Um, I don't think I'm going to choose bad movies on purpose anymore. Not for myself. 
if someone makes me, that's on me or it's on them. It's on me too. Cause I made this show. doesn't matter. We're continuing on the Steve Nebraska. He's throwing 110 miles an hour. He's destroying everyone. And then he go, he goes to bat. Now, if you don't follow baseball pitchers, typically you're not good hitters. Uh, Steve is great though. Uh, Brendan Frazier is straight dropping bombs. He's playing so good that it's legitimately hilarious. Like, it's like if you're watching a basketball movie and the basketball player has never missed and he's blocking everything. Like he's, it's, it's a level of perfection that is just flat out impossible. (laughs) And so many MLB players and teams signed off on this. They let their likeness in. Now, obviously they took money for it, but they're signaling to non-baseball players that this is baseball. (laughs) After the game, Albert Brooks talks to him at lunch, and we realize like just how infantile Steve Nebraska is. He has no real concept of reality, but he's lighthearted, and it's 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 actually troubling because he it, it's it's like uh, I don't know. It, it it does feel like he has no idea about anything <laughs> except like he's good at baseball, and that's it. That's kind of it. And it, let me remind you, this is just Brendan Frazier, a very white man in Mexico. So there is a story as to why he is here. I'm scared of him. I'm also worried for him. But worries are something that Albert Brooks does not have. And he calls the GM for the Yankees to let him know he has this gem. He's found him. It's Steve Nebraska. He is promptly fired. Obviously, uh, that leads us to having Albert Brooks as his manager or agent. I forget if they title it, how they title it, but he's going to like represent Steve Nebraska and shop around the entire major league. Uh, and look, even though we know that he has decided to do this, we know that 100% he's going to be on the Yankees. <laughs> One, he's on the cover. Uh, he's a Yankee, but also because the Yankees are in it. So like, they're they're gonna they're not agreeing to be in this if they're not the reason the if they're not the team. So he has a tryout, uh, which also seems unbelievable that there are so many like the entire league is represented at this tryout for this guy that no one knows on the word of someone who was fired by the Yankees. <sighs> Either way, it happens. Steve dominates, obviously. Two two major leaguers. He strikes out uh, Keith Hernandez <laughs> of uh, Seinfeld fame, and he gets he hits homers off of what Brett Saberhagen maybe I forget the pitcher. Uh, not as big of a star. Never was the a second spitter episode of Seinfeld about the that guy. So it's it's there so there's a big to do he eventually signs with the yankees after a blind bid which is probably not how this goes but he he doesn't want to play the season because it would be unfair and he doesn't want to get credit for the season and honestly i have nothing to say there i i just i can't fathom it um <laughs> never, like come on anyways it, new yorker article everyone remember that there was a genesis for this. Uh, so Albert Brooks, like as they're having this discussion about whether he's going to play this year uh, with the 
the press, he says, in jest that if they make the World Series, he'll pitch game one. Uh, obviously, they're going to because this is not a baseball movie where Brandon Fraser doesn't play <laughs> for the Yankees. Um, and I guess I, I have to put myself in the right mindset for this. At the time, the Yankees hadn't been in the World Series for 10 years. Now it's kind of hard to picture them not being like a favorite. Um, maybe not more recently, but just in general, they're a favorite a lot of the time. So this is supposed to be like a rags to riches story where the Yankees make the World Series and now they get this King Kong character to get to play uh, in the first game of the World Series. If I'm a pitcher on the Yankees, I am pissed because this guy hasn't played yet and they're already basically promising game one. Unbelievable. So Nebraska also has anger issues and he, uh, I forget if he, I think he picks someone up at the <laughs> press conference. <laughs> so he's got to get a therapist to sign off on him. Uh, if they say he can play, they write a letter that says he can play, then he can play. And Conman Brooks finds someone in the yellow pages and tries to steamroller into helping him out. So eventually she gives him the letter under the pretense he's not going to play this season anyways. This will give her a chance to kind of get behind, get get to the, the root of the problem. What, why is he acting like this? And she, like, she doesn't like men's words. She's like worried this guy's going to kill him. And it's... <laughs> she, she recognizes the trauma and she's worried he will, Steve Nebraska will murder Albert Brooks. <laughs> This is where I wish we had a different movie happening. I want this movie to have one, one, I want it to have a real baseball. And I want it to end with a murder at Yankee Stadium. Why don't we get that? Why set all that up and not give it to me? Screw you, New Yorker article. Um, Blah, blah, blah. They make the World Series. So now he's got to play, right? He doesn't want to, though, because that would be the natural way to handle this. Uh, this, This King Kong baby doesn't want to play. Uh, it's not because it's not fair. He just doesn't want to. So he storms off the field and stands on top of the stadium in a very menacing, haunting way. Albert Brooks goes up there to yell at him, does quite a bit, kind of says, like, you owe the team, you owe me, and then eventually tells him, never mind, let's just go home. And he's like, but what what will happen? Who's going to pitch if I don't? He's like, doesn't don't worry about it. We don't you don't care. You're not going to be a Yankee anymore anyway. So then he's like, well, like, what's the worst that could happen if I if I play? And he's like, well, you lose. And he's like, well, that's not bad. So then he pitches. <laughs> he plays. He throws a perfect game, a perfect game that was predicted by Bob Costas, and the movie is mercifully over. Um. I purposely didn't bring my daughter down here because I feel weird cursing in front of her, but fuck this movie. I need, I could rant for three hours on the baseball in this movie. I was so mad at it. I I continue to be mad at it. Deep breath, deep breath. I love Brendan Fraser. This isn't your fault, Brendan. Do I have any closing thoughts before we get into why? Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the 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 general premise of this, I, I like. I, I'm okay with going. Well, I don't like that he has to get fired to go down there. Why not just go down there? Why set up this weird thing where he has to call the GM every 
like just be a guy that goes down there and finds him. Um, I think there is a movie that does this with, with basketball. It's the Adam Sandler movie. I can't remember what it's called, but he goes down there and he finds that guy, brings him home and gets fired by the Celtics. I think it doesn't matter. Look, there, there is something to that. There's finding this like, um, hidden, hidden gem and bringing him to America. And then hopefully he struggles a little bit and has to learn how to play for real. Not this scenario where he comes and is immediately, he throws a perfect game, he hits a home run, and they win. <laughs> and also, they they never really wrap it up with the, the therapist. Like, is she, does she see that he's like improving? Are we supposed to believe he's improving? Or do we just think like, hey, is this an indictment of athletes? Like, if you're good enough, we'll like, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> you can, you can represent our team. Come on. <sighs> Closing thoughts. Um, I think I owe an apology to the movie Twilight and that might surprise you, uh, but you listeners don't know this. I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I haven't said it before, but I've long contended that Twilight provided the absolute worst rendition of baseball in the history of cinema. I I believe I need to revise this. The baseball in this movie that purports to be really playing baseball is mind-bogglingly bad. Uh, at least in Twilight, they're, they're vampires. You can get that they do insane, supernatural things. Look, who am I to tell them how to play a game that probably came along 200 years into their life. <laughs> I'm just happy for them. To, they picked it up. It's like me with TikTok. I'm not, I'm just probably never going to be able to pick it up. I'm behind. I can't catch up. TikTok is my, their baseball. <laughs> That's stupid. I'm an idiot, but okay. Twilight's bad. Steve Nebraska is just some dude and he can do these things. He's not a superhero. He's not, immortal but he's he's doing he's knocking over grown men playing catcher at a professional level with a pitch i'm i'm so mad at it this is like if the when in fast and furious when like the rock punches someone and they fly back 10 feet we understand that that's not true (laughs) but this is just baseball god Um, I don't think I have anything else to say about this stupid movie. (laughs) Why is this my favorite movie? Hmm. Hmm. I love Albert Brooks. I don't love him in this. I don't even remotely like him in this. And he wrote it. I'm not happy with Albert Brooks for this movie, but I still love him. (laughs) Um, but, I legitimately, I love Brendan Fraser, full stop. He's really fun in this, even though the movie's insane. I do like him in it. Like it, it's, it's okay. I'm okay with it. Do I wish it was the mummy instead? Yes. Why didn't I watch the, why didn't I watch the mummy? Why didn't I do that? I know I still can, but not, it's not next. I know what the next movie is and it's not the mummy. 
I mean, I know I'm in full, I'm in full control over what's next, <laughs> but out of a sense of obligation, I feel like I need to, to go to a different film. That's not the mummy. He did just win an Oscar, uh, that I just saw it. it we're, I'm, I watched this on St. Patrick's day. That's not true. What is today? Days are hard. doesn't matter. It's coming out a different day anyway. So look, he won an Oscar. That's great. Um, he wouldn't have won it for this. Why it, this isn't my favorite movie? This is a this could be a very long list, so I'll, I'll try to like at least be succinct here. Um, I'll just start by saying this: this is the worst movie I've covered so far on the show. I've done the math, compared the arbitrary scoring system I created to rank these films, and it's last. It's worse than Convoy. There is no slow mo fight scene. Uh, no one drives through a, a barn and then uh, chickens fall out. <laughs> doesn't just doesn't happen um obviously the baseball scenes as discussed are atrocious the other bad thing is the baseball knowledge things are bad like the contract signing uh the letting an unknown rookie start game one of the world series Uh, the fact that announcers announce that they expect him to throw a perfect game like they expect him to throw a perfect game in the first game he's ever played it's an assumption it's like it's like a given if he pitches, it happens. This has been something that is this it's something that has been done twenty-three times. I looked it up ever to this day. So at this time, I don't even know how many it was. Not only does he throw a perfect game, he throws nine immaculate innings. There aren't a lot of immaculate innings, period. That is like nine pitches, all strikes, so three strikeouts. He throws eighty-one pitches, zero of them are balls. This is an absolute joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, I could rant about the baseball forever. I just, I got to get past this New Yorker article. I read it. It's just about being a scout. It has nothing to do with finding King Kong. It has nothing to do with it. Nothing. Why, why is it based on that? You could just have working knowledge of an article about being a scout. And write a movie. There's nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Fuck. This might be like the shortest episode. (sighs) And I hate it because I want to be able to talk longer. I just have nothing of of value to offer you people. (laughs) Maybe I should find some like uh, reviews. Is that something? If I just like it, read reviews off Rotten Tomatoes? I think I will. Should I like play? Let's play some like Jeopardy music while I like look for some stuff. Or, you know what? I've been playing around with the DJ on Spotify. Let's see what the DJ says. Now, is. a mix of country music from the last decade or so. Talking it back a little bit. Thomas Red first. Ooh. Okay. I didn't... Why didn't I... <laughs> That's stupid. I can't even concentrate. All right, so we're going to Rotten Tomatoes. We're going to check out the scout. Uh, what do I think? What do we What do we think the uh, score is for the scout? By the way, the, the scout's not even the best part of this. The movie should be about Steve Nebraska. It should be called Steve Nebraska. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Diane Wiest? 
I don't know how to say her name. She's the therapist. She's great in this. She's great in this. Um, audience score, 22%. Tomato meter, 28%. I think that's high. Um, let's see. Strikes out as drama, but has a good eye for comedy. <laughs> oh, boy. No way. Even with the modest allure of Albert Brooks and what amounts to a mainstream effort, the scout should get a quick trip to the showers. Um, something to watch if nothing else is on. <laughs> the scout is the best comedy fantasy about baseball ever made. The VHS cover. Really? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is there more than one comedy fantasy about baseball? Oh, oh boy. I, hmm. All right, well, this is depressing because some people are saying they like it. I don't want to look at that. They're wrong. Uh, Let's just get to the top five. You're going to not be surprised. This guy, this this sucker did not make it. Number five is 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, Number four, Frozen. Number three, Top Gun Maverick. Number two, Inglorious Bastards. And number one, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, this is finally the first episode I've recorded after the Oscars. It ran away with a bunch of rewards. I think uh, justly. I think it was a great film. Um, really loved it. Was my of the award nominees for Best Picture is my favorite film. It was not my favorite film. Period, though. Um, maybe we'll cover that one time. Because I don't want to say. Because then you're going to say, oh, that's actually your number one right now. And that you're not going to trick me. That's not what this show is. We delve the depths first <laughs> before we go to the cream of the crop. <laughs> uh, top five scenes. Also unchanged. Number five, Rakakuni. Number four, pre-wedding Garner Ruffalo scene from 13 going on 30. Number three, 10 things I hate about you. Heath Ledger singing, number two, Christoph Waltz interrogation of the French dairy farmer for Inglorious Bastards, and number one, the Fanny Pack fight scene. Which, by the way, he won uh, his Oscar, uh, Kiwe Kwan, I think. I I now know how to say it because I watched the Oscars. Um, He's so delightful. I freaking love him. All right. Now everyone's favorite part of the show. Last week, it was difficult to pull it off with uh, a guest uh, in a Zoom that wanted to interrupt. This is a time I I think I do need someone to interrupt, but I'm going to just freaking do it, all right? This week's top five eulogy is The Scout. I wish you were murdered at Yankee Stadium by a deeply troubled baseball super prospect. You deserved it. No one's ever deserved it more. I'm too angry to think of more things to write here. (laughs) Not that you deserve it anyway. Good riddance, strike three, you're out, blah, 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 balk. Fuck. Just don't watch this. Don't watch it. Don't even, if you listen this far, uh, add me on Instagram. Guys, I made an Instagram for the show. What did I name the account? It's at according to Brandon. If you listen to this, and you're mad that you listen to it, <laughs> send me a message. Slide in the DMs and complain away. Because I, honestly, I deserve it. Is there anything I can bring to this show that can make any of this better? 
<laughs> no, really? No. How about I recap the first two weeks of being a dad? What do we think about that? Uh, first two weeks of being Marcy's dad. Psst, easy. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's, uh, you know, you, you get really, really tired. Uh, there's a lot of inconsistency in my days. I had t- 10 business days off from work. So that part was great. Uh, but I have started back working and, uh, it is rough. It, it was, it's hard. Like when you have like a weird sleep schedule, but it doesn't matter that you are awake and doing anything during the day other than watching movies. Uh, it's not that bad, but when you, when you have to like have that, I got to get online, I got to get work done. Not great. I've only done it one time and it was like, this, this is not great. Um, and it was a little bit cause I'm playing catch up from not being at work for two, two weeks, but I would have much rather been watching cocaine bear, which I've watched two thirds of. Yeah. You proud of me <laughs> so far? Uh, it's, I'm probably not going to cover it on the show. Um, I'm not going to put it on my list, but I don't enjoy the first two thirds. I think people just wanted a fun action comedy and they were willing to grasp onto anything. Uh, it's not for me. Um, hmm. But yeah, that's being a dad. <laughs> Went on a few walks on, on a trail with a stroller, dog, wife, doing the thing. It's just cold. So then I'm just kind of like stuck inside. And that part stinks. I, had, I did have a green beer. This is a St. Patrick's Day has passed. Had a green beer. That's fun. That's all I got, though. I, I got nothing going on. I, I'm going to have to, like, I don't know, study the news or go live. <laughs> or pick a better movie that has more fruitful conversation with myself. Dialogue is the word I'm looking for. Um, let's just get, a, get to it. Next up, we're going for a movie that I think people sometimes hate. Uh, I only know that because the person that recommended me said that. Um, our friend Becca recommended this to me as well as another film that we'll we'll cover down the line but uh she said she loves it some people hate it i was like great start uh (laughs) great start um yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get right into it uh it might only be spring but get out your sunscreen because we're watching 500 days of summer I'm like 99% sure that summer is the in the title is a name, but I don't care. Uh, let me have my dumb pun. I'm a dad now, after all. My wife said I will be the king of dad jokes. I take offense. I like I think I like to think that I I make real jokes. Um, but now I got free reign. Let's let's get some dad jokes in. Let's pun it up, baby. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I've, I've seen it before. I'll talk about it a little bit more um, in the intro for next week, but I'm excited. And um, it's got to be better than this shit. I don't care how much I hate it. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. I'm going to go spend ch- time with my child uh, instead of ranting about a movie that no one cared about from the 90s. Bye. <laughs>